Welcome to the Top 5 Podcast with your hosts, Rail Bricker and Lindsay Adams. Hello and welcome. Our special guest today is Renee Hasseldine. Uh, Renee is here today to talk to us about the top five tips for pitching services. Um, I just can't wait for that. But let me tell you a little bit about Renee. She's based in Melbourne, Australia. She's an author, speaker, an intellectual property and visual models expert. Haven't heard of that one before. And the creator of the award-winning Think Wrapped. Renee, come on, Think Wrapped. Help, help me out here. What's that all about? Well, Think Wrapped is a pitching and proposal system. Um, and it's also a system for developing intellectual property for any expert-based um, business. So, mm-hmm. uh, I, and I basically created it so my, to solve my own problem. <laughs> uh, you know, isn't that isn't that always the case, really, for ourselves? But you know, I I started my business 21 years ago because I love what I do. Like I I love developing knowledge and I love creating things in a business and I love nerding out on spreadsheets and checklists and systems and things like that. But what I didn't get into business for was sales and marketing. But of course, we all learn pretty quickly that we have to do that. So, <laughs> um, and so I, I was really uncomfortable with it. And so, really, the ThinkRap system solves that problem for people like me who love what they do as an expert and in developing their services, but are really challenged by and feel uncomfortable by now I have to go out and sell myself. And selling ourselves kind of can feel a bit icky. So, um, yeah, the ThinkRap system kind of overcomes that and helps us to, you know, get those higher conversions, um, sell more at higher prices, um, and also just feel confident and clear in how you sell what you do. I mean, so so is the problem in a broad sense, and we, we see that often as professional speakers, this idea of imposter syndrome that I'm an expert and then I'm not good enough and therefore I I worry about my selling. Yeah, absolutely. It is part of that imposter syndrome. I think it also plays into that kind of tall poppy syndrome as well. Like we're taught that, you know, don't up yourself, you know, don't talk about yourself and have a big head and have, you know, have a big ego and talk about how great you are. And if you're selling your expert services, you kind of, and you are the product, how do you kind of get around that? And so this kind of, for me, gives us comfort because we create a, a methodology, a system that we're, that we're the founder, the creator of this system. Well, now I can talk to you about this system and how fabulous the system is. And, you know, this methodology gives my clients all these um, fabulous results and outcomes. I'm talking about how great the system is. And that doesn't sound so like big headed and ego driven, um, you know, as going, well, I'm amazing and you should work with me because I'm so fantastic. And then like, uh, that just makes me, my skin crawl. <laughs> Okay, well, we should get down to some of these top five tips then for pitching your services. So clearly you're an expert in this stuff. So, Renee, what's number one? Number one is to get visual. So our brains are visual beasts. Um, You know, we've evolved to respond to visual information. You know, see lion, run, right? That's Our brains really respond to visuals. So, if we're not already harnessing this in our businesses, we need to start doing it. Uh, and that's, you know, the ThinkRap system can really help us to do that. Uh, and, you know, what we want to do is answer all the decision-making needs of our audience 
in a visual way so that we can really clearly and succinctly get across the key messages that we need to and go, boom, boom, boom. These are my four models. And in those four models, the audience knows everything they need to know and they can decide to buy or not. Okay. And so you say models, is that, you know, uh, there are a number of, you know, organizations, I guess, that say, you know, you have to have a model and, you know, it has to, you know, it, it has to define what you do. I mean, when you when you're saying that you have a model, is that almost saying, well, here's the model. I happen to have developed it, but it's not me. Is that mm. is that the sort of approach that you take? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and and it also allows you to scale up as well. So you create your model or your set of models. So I mean, I can go through what the four models are that you need, um, if you'd like me to do that. Uh, so, but essentially, when you've got those those four models, yes, it's allowing you to say, you know, I'm the creator of this thing, and it, but it's not me. But that also means that you can move away from trading time for money in your business because if you are the product. Then you've only you can, all you've got to sell is your time. But if you've created a system, then you can sell packages around that system, and you can scale because then you can train other people to deliver that system. Um, and so that makes it a lot e- easier to scale and grow a service-based business as well. Okay, so moving on from getting visual, what is your tip number two for pitching your export expert services? Uh, number two is to focus on the audience. We really need to be putting ourselves in our audience's shoes. And of course, you know, we need to then understand who our audience is. So who is our ideal client? Who are we actually creating this expert service for? Be really, really super clear about that and focusing on what they need and what they want um, and making sure that we're speaking to them in their own language. So, um, you know, this is avoiding getting caught up, caught up in our own jargon. You know, if we're the expert, we've been doing our thing for 20, 30 years or more, you know, we need to be careful that we don't just slip into words that are naturally, you know, understood for us because we use them every day, but our audience doesn't have the same level of expertise and skills and background that we do. So we have to just make sure the language we're using is words that they already understand and that they're using themselves. So, you know, that really comes back to understanding who that ideal client is, doing the market research and and getting deep into what they say their problems are without kind of going too deep into, oh, well, they say the problem is, um, you know, my staff keep turning up late and they never do what they're supposed to be doing. That's the language you need to be then using in your messaging because don't then go down to it's a leadership problem (laughs) um, and do your diagnosis as the expert and go, well, that's because I already know why that's a problem and, you know, no, don't go down 10 steps. You've got to actually meet them where they're at with the language they're already using and, and respond to that in the messaging that you're that you're delivering. Okay, but is that so the, but then the question I have is, is what they're saying, you know, when you go to the doctor and you say you've got a headache and the doctor says, well, take to whatever, the, the, you telling the doctor about the symptom, the doctor's trying to find the causality. You yes. know, and 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 so is that what we're trying to do? So you, but but you're giving them the cause in their own language. Is that what you're saying? You sh- you need to do. We need to first we meet them where they're at. So if I I'll, maybe I probably make more sense if I go through the four models because they all have a different job to do. But what we want to do in is meet them where they're at with the language they're already using. So some of the models will do that. They'll speak to where they're already at, give them what they want, if you like. And then there are other models where the job is to actually then give them what they need. 
where we, as the expert, then we we go into the diagnosis and unpack what is the cause of the problem and then show them how they get out of that and how they can resolve that um, as the expert. So do you want me to give the, the four models? Yeah. yeah, go for it. Can we do it? Okay, great. So um, this is where the Think Wrapped, the R-A-P-T, is the acronym for the four different types of models that you need. So when you're creating a pitch for your audience, you want one of each of these four models. So the first model you want is the results model. And the purpose of this model is to show your audience the gap between the results they're getting and the results that they want. So, you know, a few different ways that we could do this. We could do like a hero's journey style of results model where you're kind of, you know, showing going up levels or up a ladder or, um, you know, up a mountain, if you like, that sort of metaphor. Uh, or you could have a matrix if you've got more of a corporate audience, then you could have a, a matrix style of results model or you may have some sort of spectrum. But essentially what we want with this results model is for our audience to see that and do a self-assessment and go, oh, here and I really want to be here, there's a gap between where I am and where I want to be, what does human nature want to do? We want to close that gap. And so that results model then is inspiring them to take some action because they can see that there's movement to be made and now they're listening to you to show them for, get, to get guidance on how do I make that, sh that shift. So that's that first model, the results model. Any questions on that one? Yeah, no. makes perfect sense. So the A, what, what does that stand the for? The A. So the A is the answers model. So so if we if I just quickly sort of to recap and tie it back to what we we're saying earlier, in the results model, that's where we definitely want to be using language that the audience is already using. And we want to be uh, making sure that we're using evocative, emotional, emotive language in that in that first model as well. Um, because that's kind of it's giving us that storytelling as well. Uh, and if, you know, if you imagine as a keynote speaker, for example, you can use this four model structure as the structure for a keynote presentation because it allows you to demonstrate your expertise, but in a way that is adding value and educating uh, your audience rather than, um, you know, selling. The nice thing is that indirectly it does sell, but you can do it in a way that's not salesy. So that, so that first one, we're going to use the language of the audience and emotive and evocative. The answers model, model number two, this one here is where you come in as the expert and you're going to do the diagnosis. So you're going to give the audience here the answers to the reason why they've got a gap from that first model. So as the expert, you're going to, to create this model, you're going to think about, well, what are all the reasons why my clients aren't already where they want to be? So we're going to unpack. These are all the obstacles, the problems, the challenges they face. And me as the expert, I'm going to say, these are the success criteria. They need this, they need this, they need this, they need this. These are the things that my audience need to get the success that they want from that first model. So if you think about this, we want in that answers model to have uh, to, to have nouns. These are things that, that the audience needs. And if you think about it as a recipe, it's um, these are the ingredients in your recipe. If you're going to make a cake, you need some flour and some sugar and some this and some right? So we want these are the ingredients. So for your audience, what are the answers to the the challenges that they're facing. They need this, they need this, they need this. They have okay. these things in place. They will get the su success that they want. Okay. And the P? The P is the process model. So um, that is how do we get our clients from A to B? So this is a step-by-step -step process. So, you know, some of the people listening may already have some version of this. This is, you know, when your client comes to work with you, what's the first thing that you do? And then what do you do? And then what do you do? And then what do you do? So this is just showing them that, um, we've got a step-by-step -step process in place. We're not just kind of just going to go around and sort of 
you know, go by trial and error and trying to get you from where you are to where you want to be. We, we know that if we follow this five-step process, you will get the results that you want. Um, and, you know, we want to keep that between three and seven steps because if you say, oh, I've got a 27-step process to get you what you want, we're all too exhausted for that. Like that just feels like hard work, right? So we want to give it to our audience in a way that feels achievable, that feels manageable, Um and, you know, the shape that you use as well, we want we want to use a linear shape for a process model as well to show because we know our brains know shortest distance between two points is a straight line. So we want to also show them that visually so that they can really um, feel like, you know, you're not landing in a foreign city and the taxi driver taking you around the long way to <laughs> get a, make a buck. <laughs> okay, last one, the T. The last one. So the T is the target model. And this is all about what are the benefits or the key performance indicators that um, that you are targeting with this solution. So, you know, what this answers the ultimate what's in it for me. What are the benefits? What do we get? You get this, you get this, you get this. Boom. And in terms of how many benefits do you want to show, three is the perfect number. If you really have to stretch, you can go to four. And the reason for that is, you know, if you imagine you're standing up and you're presenting um, these four models, uh, you know, you can do it anywhere between three and a half minutes to a two-hour presentation. Actually, I've done half-day workshops with with this exact content. Um, it, it's like a concertina, it stretches out. But when you get to that last model, uh, the target model, it's the last one that you present, it works really well if the kind of energy of it is very staccato and punchy, you know. So it's like when you follow the step-by-step process, you get this, you get this, you get this, boom, drop the mic. But if you have like six or seven benefits in there it can you start to kind of um we lay this hard way right because in the early days we would have up to six or seven uh benefits and the person presenting it would be saying and you get this and you get this and you also get this and a set of steak knives and now I feel like I'm in an infomercial and now I feel awkward speaking and the audience feels awkward and ick so stick to three in the target model I like it Thanks. Perfect, <laughs> Renee. That's a really great explanation of the four different models. So moving on from now we really know the audience, um, what is your third tip for pitching your export services? The, the number three is to make your solution tangible. So this comes back to, you know, part of that problem as the expert, as, as, as an expert service provider, often it can feel like we're selling hot air. Um, you know, it's not a tangible thing. It's not like we're selling a product. It's not like we're selling a, a mobile phone or a book or something that our audience can pick up and feel and, you know, do I like the quality of this or oh, I like this one, the colour of this one. Our audience doesn't have that opportunity to pick up our service and feel it and get a, you know, really good sense of if they like it or not. Um, if, if it's just words coming out of our mouth, how do they, how can they really get a sense of it and this is where visual models can really help they can make your hot air (laughs) into something that is a bit more tangible by giving it a shape by giving making it visual it makes what you're offering feel more like a product feels like something that is more tangible and therefore it's something that your audience can grab onto um, and latch onto and really feel and understand um, on a deeper level so yeah making your solution tangible is tip number three I love it. So uh, walk us on now to tip number four. Number four is to craft a compelling message. Uh, Now, you know, we've all been, I think, on both sides of this. Um, Well, I'm going to say I'll I'll just admit to this myself and, you know, both of you are perfect, so you've probably never done this. But (laughs) um, 
you know. Well, I am. I don't know about rail. <laughs> yeah. I'm just listening quietly. <laughs> but me, I've made this mistake. Um, you know, before I created the Think Rap system, as I said, I created this for my own pain, uh, is that, you know, you'd be asked, well, what is it that you do? And then I'd start speaking and the words would be coming out and, you know, it would be waffle. And I'd feel like, you know, the more I spoke, the less sense I made. And I would just be thinking, oh, God, so I'm making less of the sense. You watch the person, you know, that you're standing with at this networking event, their eyes are glazing over and they're like, you see them kind of looking over to the table of, I'm just going to go get some nibbles. And you're just like, I've just completely, you know, messed this up. Nobody understands what I'm talking about. Um, and so what we really, and it's easier said than done, right? What is your elevator pitch? How do you, how do you craft that compelling message that people just go, whoa, that's amazing. Tell me more. What is that? Right. Um, so obviously easier said than done. And this is where the think wrap system really can help. If you craft these four models to explain the intellectual property, to explain that expert solution that you provide, then it really gives you some key talking points um, to, you know, craft that compelling message in words that your client is already using. And so you can just say, I do this, I do this, I do this, boom. And they're like, oh, tell me more, right? And uh, so that's number four. Okay. And so now you've got this compelling message. What is the last of your five tips for pitching your expert services? Number five is really about creating those key assets that you need that you can use over and over again. Uh, no more reinventing the the wheel, right? Because as, as an expert-based business, you know, most of us get into it because we love, we're passionate about the thing that we do. We're passionate about that one thing. But, you know, if you're caught up um, doing admin or writing proposals or doing all of those things all the time, or, you know, you, you get a... a a client who says, oh, great, can you send me over a proposal? And then you're like, oh, yep, sure, no worries, I'll get that done. And then you get there and you get that proposal panic because you're just thinking, okay, what have I got to put in this proposal? And you get it done, you kind of got it there and you're thinking, second-guessing yourself, have I got all the right things I need in it? So by just having um, some key assets developed where you've got a proposal template, a pitch deck template, you know, you've got all these things ready to go so that every time you have a new opportunity, you have the basis of what you already know are compelling assets that will that will convert every single time. You know, it just takes away that guesswork and the panic. Um, you know, when you when those exciting opportunities come to you, you just know it's like, great, I've got this thing ready to go. I can tweak it slightly for this client if I need to, but I've got this stuff and I know it works. It's got everything they'll need to make a decision. Boom, off we go. Renee, it sounds like you've got it all wrapped up <laughs> oh, oh boom i saw you did there yeah i've been working on that one for a while i know uh, if our listeners wanted to get in touch with you and talk to you more about think wrapped or uh, what you do in terms of your work what's the best way for them to do that uh head on over to thinkwrapped.com that's think r-a-p-t.com uh and you'll see all all um you need right there excellent it's been a hoot having you here today Thank you Thank very you. much, Renee. Thank you to my co-host, Lindsay Adams. This is Rail Bricker signing off for another edition of the Top 5 Podcast.